Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 307. This week on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the Concorso Italiano and talking with sponsors of this spectacular event that takes place during the Monterey Pebble Beach Car Week in California. You can learn more about this event at www.concorso.com. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Eric Keller. Eric, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Oh, yeah, let's do this. All right. Eric Keller is the business development manager for Expel, the leading provider of paint protection film. Expel designs, manufactures, and distributes a proprietary software and patented material that's used by automotive manufacturers and enthusiasts alike to protect their paint, headlights, and automotive surfaces. Eric works with dealerships across the country to create effective paint protection film programs for their vehicles and for their customers. I'm proud to say that I'm an Expel user. It's on my vehicles. And Expel is a sponsor of the Concorso Italiano that takes place every August during the Monterey Pebble Beach Car Week. So Eric, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share some more about your company and of course your passion for automobiles? Well, sure thing. So Expel has been around since 1997 and we were a software company first. And uh, we've been in the business to create kits to protect the front end of a car. Mm -hmm. A lot of these bumpers are very intricate with lots of different alignment points. And uh, the kits that we create is the whole reason for is to keep a person from putting a knife to your fresh paint of your brand new car. The goal is to protect your paint. And we don't want at the install level uh, the paint to be damaged by someone trying to hand cut on your car. So the pieces come to the installers and to the users already pre-cut out so they're easier to apply? Yes, we have over 85,000 different patterns in our database. Wow. Virtually anything you can buy in the United States from the mid-90s on up, we got it for you. Wow. Well, it's an incredible product. As I mentioned at the beginning, I've used your products on my vehicles. I'm a car fanatic, as the listeners know, and I know how easy it is to apply. And even if you want to hire a professional to apply it to more uh, intricate surfaces. Is that a possibility as well? Yes. Great. Awesome. Great. Well, we'll learn a little bit more about you and Expel as we move along, but I always like to start our journey by asking my guests for a success quote. It's a saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success, and it's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Eric, take the wheel. I actually have two inspirational quotes for you. Awesome. The first one I kind of stole from reading the Austin American Statesman years ago, and it was a story of Kevin Durant long before he became a member of the Oklahoma uh, City Thunder. And his mother used to make him write this down all the time, and it's hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. <sighs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and then the second quote is from John Paul Getty, and his is, the meek shall inherit the earth, but not the mineral rights. <laughs> Well, tell me, how have you incorporated these two great quotes, and these are some new quotes here on Cars, yeah, I love that, into your success and into your business? Well, you know, Expel, we compete against large integrated chemical manufacturers with uh, very short names, 
that you would be very familiar with, like a 3M or an Avery Dennison or, or, or uh, Eastman Chemical. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is all that we do. So, some of the companies are in the Dow 30 with billions and billions of revenue, and they have uh, endless finances. So we're the little guys. And uh, we have a very specialized approach that we focus on automotive films only. And we found that we have to get out there and work harder than everybody else to create the brand that uh, was recognized in the space for what we do. They have very talented people. We just feel like we've got to spend a few more hours every day in the office just to make it happen, or whether it's on the weekends at uh, promoting the product. Weekends, nights, 24 hours a day. You know, that is a key part of the guests here on Cars Yeah, the entrepreneurship of companies like yourself, people like yourself that work so hard. And I know that as we tried to connect, you are one busy guy. So, And you're an integral part of the company. Before I get to this next question, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about what your role there is? Okay, so I handle our business development activities. So if we are talking about bringing our film into new verticals, introducing into the enterprise with OEM relationships or with uh, car dealerships or dealership groups, I also carry a P&L for a, a certain spark size of the U.S., particularly the Southeast, and uh, work with our PR team on getting the message out. Awesome. Great. Well, as we continue, could you share a story with me that instigated your passion for cars? Could you tell me about that pivotal moment as you remember it in your life when you really realized that you were a car guy? Uh, You know, probably about nine or 10 years old, I started really like looking at cars. My parents were avid readers and they would take me to B. Dalton Bookstore or something like that when I grew up in Southern California. And I always gravitated to like the DuPont registry or Rob Report, looking at the fantasy cars that I think a Lamborghini Countach back then was (laughs) $104,000. Yep. But the moment was that we were driving up Pacific Coast Highway 1 between Malibu to Santa Barbara. And uh, I was in a big old, uh, how do you say it, Tioga conversion camper. Uh-huh. Like they had like a Dodge cab and then a camper on the back. Oh, yeah. And I saw coming up extremely fast because I was facing to the rear from the camper, a red Lamborghini Countach. Nice. Flying up Pacific Coast Highway, and uh, they must have been doing, you know, back then the speed limit was 55. They must have been doing 110, 120 miles an hour with two or three California Highway Patrolmen in pursuit. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And as a kid, I thought that was the coolest thing. So, I mean, that was the first time I was like, man, now I really would love to have one of those cars. Yeah, those are amazing. Well, back then they were even cooler cars. Um, But uh, great story, great start. Hopefully you've never found yourself uh, hot in pursuit of the California Highway Patrol or the Texas Highway Patrol where you're living now. But uh, what a way to start your passion for cars. I'd love to take a look at some of the roads you've driven down and talk about a challenge or even a great failure that you faced along the way in your career. It's a great part of our talk because it really has more to do with how you overcame that situation and what you learned from it. I would say June 28th of 2008 and June 29th, that was probably the toughest spot of my life. Uh, just within 48 hours, I lost my dad to cancer. I lost my job. Uh, the stock market was melting down. I lost most of my savings, and my girlfriend ran off with somebody else in well, one weekend. You know, this sounds like one of those country western songs, and I don't mean to make light of it, but oh my gosh, that's yeah, it horrible. Was pretty much, 
fast forward. So I, I, I visualize myself as kind of Captain Lieutenant Dan on top of the ship in Forrest Gump. Oh, yes. I, you know, I just had one of those moments. I'm like, God, you took everything away from me. You've got my attention. I'm not leaving you. Yes. What now? What now? Well, my goodness. I, I mean, how do you get over all of those things in life coming down on you at once? Well, you know, I, what I learned about myself is you've got nowhere else to go but up and you've got no one else to save you but yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't like I went through a pity party. I just said, I got to get up and do something now. You know, when I lost my father, that was the biggest thing. Everything else was ancillary. Yes. And so uh, it was forcing myself to get back as quick as I could. So immediately afterwards, I was even doing, I remember when the day we had the funeral, I did a three and a half hour job interview just a couple hours before we put my father in the ground. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't want to waste time. He wouldn't have wanted me to do that. And it was just, you know, push forward and then really identify what I wanted to do in life. So I had kind of a change in career path where I was in high tech for most of my life. And then I came to Expel not too long after that. And uh, it was different. And it was more, I would say, stability. I worked for a lot of venture backed companies and sometimes they were doing really well or sometimes the model wasn't as successful and the companies were struggling. So this was a much easier, more fun thing to do right off the bat. And then I also saw that there was a lot of opportunity at this company. Well, it also has a lot to do with automobiles, obviously, which is your passion. But first and foremost, thank you for sharing a a really personal line of stories. I can't imagine all of that happening at once to one person. But I would say you, you dropped a golden nugget there, and that is you can only go up when you're that far down. And you got to just stand up, step forward, and keep moving forward. And uh, the spirit that your father left with you to do that is certainly uh, a key part of your success as you move forward, right? That's correct. Yeah, great. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share one of those stories where you had a real aha moment in your career. I like to say it's when the headlights come on and illuminated your way for a new idea or a new direction. And Tell us the step you took to turn your aha moment into a success. Well, when Expel was very, uh, much smaller than we were just a few years ago, we knew that we had to get out there and educate the customer and do it in a unique way because our unique marketing challenge. Our product is clear, and when you put it on a car, if it's installed right, you shouldn't notice it. It's not like if you're looking at rims or window tint on a car. Mm-hmm. So uh, we wanted to go reach out to the enthusiast message boards and start educating the one, this product actually exists, the benefits of what we do versus what else is out there, and drive revenue through and uh, conversions for the customer because we knew we were offering something of value to them. So the aha moment was part of that. We were on uh, one of the message boards that we sponsor. It was Corvette Form, and we posted a quick social media video of our self-healing ultimate film which we thought was going to be a small part of the market because it was priced much higher than everyone else at the time. Mm-hmm. And the second we posted it up, within 24 hours, the thread had taken a life of its own, had over 1,000 views, had 20, over 20 private messages of where can I buy this product, and another 24, 25 of, on, on the public forums. I live in Denver. Who sells this? I live in Atlanta. Who sells this? I live in New Jersey. Who sells this? Cool. So – that's when we knew we had really had something. Yeah, it's it's awesome. You know, the the ways to market businesses now are so different from the ways that were available and not available 
in the past. So reaching out to those enthusiasts, people like me who value their vehicles and want to protect them, people like me that like to drive, get out and use the car. It's not a garage queen, but you're just always afraid of those rock chips and potential damage from scuffs and things you hit on the road when you're going down the highway, even a little bug that can damage your paint. So fantastic story. How about proudest career moments? I would assume you've had many, but is there one in particular you can share with us today? Yeah, I would say it's uh, not a specific moment. It's the overall picture of what we've been able to do at Expel. This has kind of been a turnaround story where we encountered some hard times like everyone else did in the 08, 09 downturn when car sales fell through the floor. And uh, we've been able to grow our company at a compounded annual growth rate at 70% a year for the last four years. Whoa, so that, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so what that means is we've taken it from about $4 million in sales to just under $30 million between 2010 to 2014. Oh, man, congratulations. That's incredible. Yeah, and we've also been able to build a good brand that's recognizable. And that's something to say when uh, we're competing against these big heavyweights that I mentioned earlier. Oh, absolutely. Well, fantastic job. Definitely something to be proud of, especially in a very competitive market when dealing with uh, competitors that are as huge as you mentioned before. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special vehicle? And if you could share a memory you have with that car. It's more about the time and place. You know, it was my college years. It was a much better car than that car I had before. My first car was a 19, ooh, 1991 Dodge Spirit, four-cylinder. Okay. So that wasn't much to talk about. So when I got uh, in college, I got a 95 Mitsubishi Diamante ES. Cool. That was a big step up for me, and it was a good college car. Yeah. So that car saw a lot of road trips, hauled a lot of people, and we had a lot of fun in it. Very cool. Yeah, fun little cars for sure. Is there a vehicle that you've owned that you've let go that you really wish you could have back in the garage? Not really. I've had a lot of junky cars, to be honest with you. Well, here, okay, this might be a better question for you then. If there's a vehicle that you've bought in your past that you shortly thereafter said to yourself, what on earth was I thinking? Yeah, that was my previous car to the one I own now. I bought this car as a get-me-through car, and I planned to have it for only six months, and I was going to upgrade. And at the time, I was going to buy a big body BMW 7 Series. And I bought a Volvo S70 in 1998 that I was supposed to have for six years. Well, it turned out to be, I mean, six months. It turned out to be seven years that I owned that car (laughs) and drove it. Yeah, you know, there's a little story here, and that is uh, when you buy a vehicle, you may just end up having it a lot longer than you think. So buy something you think you'll really love. You're a great example of that. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad you have something fun now. What are you driving these days? I've got a 08 Mercedes-Benz CL63. Very cool. Awesome. Wonderful car. And I'm sure the front end of that vehicle is protected, right? Full front clip, rocker panels, trunk ledge, and door edge. There you go. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. What is the current project that you're working on right now that really has you excited and fired up? And maybe it's something that you guys are working on there at Expel. Well, we're always uh, trying to improve the product. We never sit on what we have. And so I can't really talk too much about that just because of where we sit as a uh, public entity. Mm -hmm. But it's really increasing the brand awareness. We're doing 30-plus events all across the globe now where we weren't that active before. So we just finished our first uh, experience at Goodwood in the UK. Oh, cool. 
And uh, we do a lot of events at Monterey Car Week. We're at Legends of the Autobahn. We're doing Concorso Italiano, uh, Serata Italiano, which is a Lamborghini Club event, mm-hmm. as well as uh, the following week with Ferrari Club of America. Very cool. Well, you know, this is pretty fun. Uh, were you able to go to Goodwood yourself? No. We have a couple guys that are 25 and willing to travel, and we send them off on a lot of those events. Yeah. Well, I think next year you need to go. I That's on my bucket list. I would love to go to that event. And I'll be down at Concorso Italiano to meet up with you here in August, uh, just a month away from when we're recording this. But uh, we'll have a lot of fun down there, get to meet each other and see what you guys are up to. But uh, I think you're right. You know, being involved in events, and especially the events that you mentioned where you've got people with uh, cars they're in love with is the right place for you guys to be because for an invisible product, as you mentioned, being able to stand there in front of somebody and show them, hey, check this out, how nice it works, how easy it is to work uh, work with. And if you don't want to apply it, you can have a professional put it on, especially when you're coding big areas of the car. You really need somebody who knows what they're doing. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Eric. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be and why? I know exactly what I would be because it's a car that I want to buy if I had the money to go buy it, which would be the new Ferrari F12 Berlinetta. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, what is it about that car that just you love so much? I've seen a lot of the reviews. I like the look of the car. I'm into GT cars. So like with my CL63, you know, if funds were unlimited, I'd have an Aston Martin DB9 convertible and then I'd have the F12 Berlinetta. The F12, it's got incredible performance it's a true v12 ferrari you know so it, it it sticks with its real heritage there but it does it's not i would say as flashy as some of the others like the 458 or the new 488 coming out so it's a little bit understated but it's got everything that you could possibly imagine from a performance standpoint and it's got comfort and, and I, you know you don't feel like you're jammed in it and like some of these other italian cars that i try and sit in i'm six foot three okay <laughs> and, and you're trying to get into the car some of them is not a, not a comfortable experience sure exactly well you know i'm not nearly as tall as you are and one advantage i have is i can fit in just about every car there is including old exotic and classic cars so being six three yeah you start to get limited on the kinds of cars you can uh, you can be and you can be a part of so I think that's a a great choice for you. Wonderful car. So Eric, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. 
All right, Eric, we're back and we're entering the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? Sure. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Take care of the problems on your car before the problems in your car take care of you. (laughs) Focus on your wheels and your brakes first. Yes, you know, great advice. And it really comes back to the products that you at Expel manufacture for people because every time I purchased a new car or even bought a high-end used car that's in great shape, the first thing I do is have that exterior protection applied before I start driving it so that, you know, those first rock chips uh, don't appear. I can protect those things, protect the headlights, the, the driving lights, whatever it might be. So great advice. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success over the years? Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, I wasn't this way, you know, in my early 20s. And it's really focusing on every day and everything that I do becoming a finisher. So seeing a project all the way through to its end, if I'm doing something else in my personal life, doing the same thing and not only finishing it, doing it to the best of my ability. Well, let me dwell on that a minute. I know we're in the last lap here, but can you maybe give our listeners an example of how you do that? Because we are so inundated these days with so many things coming at us that can distract us. All those shiny objects that, you know, the squirrel, (laughs) as you say, for the the dog's life. But what what are some of the ways that you stay focused so you can be a finisher? Well, first and foremost, I would say it's organization. And so, You've got to sit down and prioritize what's in your personal life, what's in your business life, of what are the most important things to you. Set the goals right off the bat. And even if they sound big, it's better to write those down because it might give you the inspiration to really go after and pursue it. If you don't write it down or set it as a goal, you'll never really attain it anyway. So that's first. And then uh, then it, from the goals that you set, prioritize what's really attainable and just bite them off in little chunks till you get where you want to go. And once you finish something, look back on it, enjoy it for the day, and then go after the very next day for something else. Great advice. Do you have a resource that you think the Cars Yow listeners would really enjoy? I don't know. Uh, Lou Holtz pep talk <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> now, there's a new one here. Lou Holes Pep Talk on YouTube. There we go. Very nice. I like it. Do you have a book that you've read recently that you think our listeners would enjoy reading? Yeah, I just finished one last week by Peter Thiel called Zero to One. Zero to One. Well, that's a new one. What is it about that book you like so much? Well, Peter Thiel is a serial entrepreneur. He was one of the original guys from the PayPal Mafia. Hmm. And so him and Elon Musk had two separate companies that they merged together to become PayPal. And they rode through the dot-com crash. They identified a singular market where they can dominate very well, very quickly, which was eBay, and then be able to roll out their platform to the rest of the world. After that, you know, he was one of the the first VC investor within Facebook, as well as uh, one of the, uh, I believe, one of the uh, initial investors within uh, Uber as well. So he's got a pretty good track record. He sees things a little bit differently from an entrepreneurial standpoint. And I like people who think differently. And he makes a good case for, uh, you know, identifying a business, what you should really know, and basically about like secrets about humanity in terms of if you really want to create a big business, have a secret or your business should have a secret that most of the world doesn't know that what people want or what they need. 
stepping aside from that, you know, what we try to do here at Expo is, you know, we identify whatever we do, is it a vitamin or is it an aspirin? And if it's a vitamin, it's only good for you. But if you sell an aspirin, you're killing somebody else's pain. And that's usually where the sticky business models come from. Yeah, sounds like a great book. And listeners, we have a great spot on the Cars yeah website, guest recommended books like this one Eric has recommended. You can click on that and find all the books that all the guests here on Cars yeah have recommended. And all these other great resources Eric has shared at carsyeah.com slash Eric Keller. And Eric's last name is K-E-L-L-E-R. Eric, do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars? I travel an awful lot throughout <laughs> the U.S. I like seeing a whole bunch of different places, eating a lot of food, <laughs> and uh, meeting as many people as I can. So I'd, I'd say that's the part that I enjoy the most. Absolutely. Sounds great. Well, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a real doozy. If you could only have one collector car in your garage... But don't pick something you can sell and buy a bunch of other cars with, because that little trick's off the table. But money's no object. Today I'm going to write the check. What would that one vehicle be, and why? The Ford Mustang Fastback Steve McQueen drove in bullet. Ah, Steve's car. Okay, very cool. Well, what is it about that car that you love so much? Well, the car's cool, and there's a lot of cool classic cars. But just to say, you know, because Bullet had the most famous chase scene, and the Charger that was in there blew up, supposedly. So that was the only other uh, remaining car. I think that would be the coolest one to own from a story perspective. Oh, absolutely. And we've seen so many of Steve McQueen's past cars sell for just astronomical prices. So I'm afraid you're going to cost me a lot of money today when I go out and get you that car. I just watched that video. Someone had posted it on the Cars yeah Facebook page the other day and enjoyed that again. And uh, yeah, it was a great movie, great car. Great actor and a consummate car guy for sure. Well, Eric, you've taken me on a great ride today and I've enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your journey and the journey of Expel with our listeners here. Could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in Steve McQueen's Mustang? I guess for the parting thoughts is uh, I almost got hit the other day because someone was texting on their cell phone. So I'd say don't text and drive. Oh, gosh, yes, please put your phones down and pay attention to the road. So important. I'm so glad you didn't get whacked. I'm glad you're okay and great advice. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and Expel? Okay, the best way to do that is first check out our homepage at www.expel.com. And that's X-P-E-L.com. No E in front of the X. A lot of people do that. Second, go to X, uh, do a search in YouTube for Expel paint protection. There's no better way for us to tell our story, but with like the high def video that we provide out there, because you can actually see testimonials from customers, from our, our dealers who carry the product, whether it's dealerships or window tent shops or, or car detailers. And also you can actually see the process of how it's applied. So you can be, feel more comfortable or better acquainted with, with it before you go in and talk to somebody about it. Yeah, it's really cool, and I'll, I suggest our listeners go check this out because when you think about applying a clear film to the front of a, a vehicle that has massive compound curves like so many cars do today, you sit there and go, how on earth does this work? But when you see somebody who knows what they're doing applying this, truly when it's done, you can't see it on the car. It's it's completely hidden. You can apply it around corners and wraps of, of the hoods and the doors and things like that. So great place to go learn more about Expel, fantastic sites. 
And listeners, you can find links to everything Eric's has shared with us today, again, at carsyad.com. Just put Eric, E-R-I-C, into the search bar, and his show notes page will pop right up. And don't forget to check out the Concorso Italiano. Learn more about this fantastic event. If you're going to be in the Monterey Peninsula in the middle of August this year, come by, check out Eric's booth at Expel, say hello to me, or you can go to concorso.com and learn more. Eric, thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you at the Concorso Italiano. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.